Another edition of Young Kings Wrestling featuring the JDF Memorial Sovereign Soundboard. As always, you can find us on most platforms streaming your favorite podcast episodes, including Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Amazon Music. If you're listening on iTunes, leave us a review of the five-star kind. Subscribe to us on YouTube at YK Wrestling and uh, all the links to all our platforms and merchandise available at ykwrestling.com. Welcome back again to the Knock of You Buckingham Palace. As always, I am the Thespian TC Fontaine, aka TCF Baby. Please say the baby. Joined by King Reek, House of Havoc, first of his name. Yes. The first. The first. Howdy. How's it Have going? Been. Hey, man. We we back here. Shout out to playoffs starting this weekend. Mm. Mm-hmm. Neither of our teams in the playoffs this year. Yeah, man. You know what I found out? Not that I found out. I just realized this like a couple days ago. The last time your team made the playoffs, when y'all beat us that one year. That was the last time yeah. I made the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. That same year, we were still taking classes in high school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For what it's worth. Yeah, bro. Yeah. That's tough, ain't it? I was uh, still a teenager, bro. Hey, 18? What, 18? Damn. Uh, yeah. No, no, I, was, I was almost 18. I was 17, so. Oh, that's tough. Mm-mm. We 30 now, bro. Damn. <laughs> Brother's old, dog. That's crazy to me. <laughs> I was thinking that the other day. I was like, damn, bro, I'm 30. Yeah. This is crazy. It's, it's crazy work. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, it's all good. We we here. You know, age ain't nothing but a number. You know, Facts. Bobby Lashley, Facts. what, 46? I'm about to say, as long as we got this. We yeah. Right. Yeah, we good. It's water. You know what I'm saying? Drink your water, eat your vegetables, take your vitamins, be healthy, go to the gym. Mind Age don't mean nothing. Yeah, mind your business. Stretch. <laughs> Stretch is the most important thing. <laughs> Make sure you stretching, bro, because you wake up one day, your back hurt, your, your hamstrings sore. you like, oh. And now you can't do nothing. you just debilitated. Make sure you stretch before no, bed. I just seen... Uh... That post in the uh, the airport in Indy, they put up a whole basketball court in there. Oh yeah, All Star Weekend. <laughs> bro, the joke, the jokes that's on that post, bro. Bro, they said now I gotta explain the Homeland Security when I yell out "open shooter" in the airport. <laughs> <laughs> like that's true. Yeah. That's true. Hey, let's they get said, these shout outs, man. Oof. Hey, yo, they they wild for that. Can you imagine you you just getting off a, a flight and you just like damn I gotta get this pickup 
and you just too busy playing a game of pickup, you to miss your layover. Yo, it's it's the first one, the first joint be like blowing out your Achilles on the layover would be terrible. Oh my god. <laughs> hey, hey, at least they got wheelchairs and shit. They get somebody, right. you know, from the you know, from the airline, whatever airline you fly or airport worker, whoever, get you yeah. in a wheelchair, take you to your gate. Go sit your ass god. down. What you do when you get off your flight, that's that's on you. It's your business. <laughs> Well, we can help you get over there. You you want to be foolish now. Right. You imagine a liability insurance. They have to get a, a basketball court in there. Because, <laughs> like, oh. if you got a full-size basketball court, you've got to expect people to be playing on it, right? You can't just put in a full-size yeah. basketball court in the middle of the airport for no reason. Yeah, for display? No, nah, let people play on that joint. Let's get a couple right. shots up or something, like. Because you know somebody got a ball somewhere. <laughs> right. Like, somebody in that airport got a ball. Mm-hmm. Like, you know how many athletes, and especially All-Star Weekend and stuff, like, people yeah. be traveling. Like, it's people that's going to travel with basketballs to that airport for that reason specifically. Probably to be told, no, you can't play on this. It's just for display only. Yeah, okay. In the words of Kevin Garnett, why the fuck would you show it to me if I couldn't have it? Right. Anyway, shout out to KG and KG nice. only. Shout out to Ray Allen, so he was cool. And Rondo, Rondo yeah. on a ring with the with the Lakers, so he cool. And my book that just leaves one odd man out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's all good. Man. He cool too. Hey. He, he cool now that he retired. I give him say, his props you know, now. He still he be he be wilding. Some shit he, he be do. saying. <laughs> hey, he do got some hot takes. Mm-hmm. Ain't as bad as Gil, but he got some hot takes though. Yeah, he cool. He he from LA too. He grew up a Laker fan. I will give him his props too. It's all good. Mm-hmm. I ain't gonna say his name, so you know who I'm talking nah. about. <laughs> it should know. They say he shit his pants in the finals, but and then he denied it. So it's cool. Sorry, wait, wait, Yeah, nah, we all good. Hey man, let's get these <laughs> shout outs out the way. Uh, this is a big wrestling size shout out right here. Uh, shout out to TNA Wrestling officially being back. They they officially back as of uh, this weekend, this Saturday. Hard to mm-hmm. kill at the Palms Casino in Las Vegas. And I had to be there, bro. I had to be there. I wasn't going to go. But then, like, I was like, shit, shout out to them pay later services. So, you know, I broke my <laughs> I broke my ticket price in fours. So we Gucci on that. I'm cheap. I could have paid it all right, but I didn't want to. I'd rather save the money for a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Hey, Bought my ticket like an hour before the show. Went over there. I was a little late, so I got there in the middle of the first match. So uh, I missed the pre-show. D'Angelo Williams was there for some reason. I, I was very confused by that. <laughs> but like he he did re- he's wrestled in TNA before. Yeah, I did hear that. Yeah, I like just, he he I wrestled at Slammiversary like 2017, 16, I think. Um, but then it, it all made sense when I seen him. I seen him come out during the main event. He was with Moose, and I yeah. was like, I remember when he was there the first time he was with Moose. So I guess he back with Moose again. Uh, I mean, Moose played football. D'Angelo Williams played football. They probably let, let me find. Were they on a team together? Now that I think about it, let's yeah. see. D'Angelo paid for the Panthers, and then the Steelers. Yeah. yeah. 
Moose ain't played for neither of them teams. He played for the Falcons and the Pats, but mm. I mean, they was in the league together. They probably rock with each other. Yeah. They probably came across each other every now and again. So, yeah. Uh, speaking of former NFL players in wrestling, AJ Francis, formerly known as Top Dollar, made his debut yeah. with uh, with DJ Who Kid. So, shout out to Ooh. DJ Who Kid and AJ Francis. DJ Who Kid, he he this close to getting put on the, the keep a checklist. Oh, facts. He this close. <laughs> like, he been hovering around wrestling tough. You know, he, he be hanging with Tyson, so he got that connection, too. Yeah, he on the so, watch list. You know, Tyson in the hall, so mm-hmm. this dude just like hanging around wrestlers and wrestling adjacent people, apparently. I didn't even know he was a fan like that until last year. I seen him. Anyway, uh, yeah, I, I came through uh, in the middle of Ultimate X. Shout out to Giselle Shaw winning the second ever Knockouts Ultimate X. Uh, I saw Rhino and Vladimir Kozlov together in a match in 2024. That right. happened. <laughs> uh, I don't know how to pronounce Vladimir Kozlov's real name. Me either. So I'm Rhino not going to try. Yeah, so I'm going to just call him Vladimir Kozlov. Uh, shout out to the Dirty Dango, Fandango. He was there, too. Uh, PCO had a fire entrance. And uh, the Cowboys got scored on again. It's 21-0. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Uh-oh. You niggas in trouble. <laughs> uh, anyway, back to this. Uh, match of the night, Ultimate X. Not Ultimate X, but uh, X Division Championship. Chris Saban. Uh, Vikingo Ooh. and Kushida, they cooking. went crazy. Uh, somewhere around here during this show, uh, Ash by Elegance, formerly known as Dana Brooke, made her debut, and uh, they showed her getting out the car, but they didn't show her face. Dana Brooke is like five foot two. You could tell Ooh. it was Dana Brooke the whole time. <laughs> uh, this gimmick, uh, just just taking a look at the gimmick. Wrestling fans are definitely going to be acting normal about it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, I mean, that was that was in jest. That was being very sarcastic. No hashtag. You niggas are not going to be acting normal over yeah. this. But we'll we'll see. We'll see. Uh, I I see. It looks very similar to something else. And yeah, I know how y'all like to act. So. Mm-hmm. Even off the slightest similarities, mm-hmm. the slightest, y'all y'all don't act normal at all. But we'll see how that turns out. Uh, probably uh, my second match of the night was uh, Josh Alexander versus Hammerstone. Shout out to Hammerstone, Las Vegas legend, Las Vegas wrestling legend. He not from Vegas, but he wrestled out here all the time. Uh, wrestled at FSW, was a champion for a bit. So yep. big shout out to him. Uh, put on a he cold too. If you never seen a Hammerstone match, like some people don't watch MLW, I don't. Uh, the most of Hammerstone I've watched was from Vegas, <laughs> so he cold. If this is your first time watching him wrestle, he nice. Yeah, and, uh, that and that dude is a boulder. Like I, yeah, I've he, seen like pictures and shit, but rock Jesus solid. Yeah. <laughs> he uh, I'm fast forwarding a little bit, but they had a meet and greet after the show, and uh. The mean greet is like right by the elevators where the talent come out in the stairs and stuff. So like he came up the stairs to do something. I don't know what he did. Uh, so like this is my first time like seeing him like that close. 
I was like, yo, this dude Jack. <laughs> so shout out to him. Uh, it was a dude in the crowd. He looked like Action Bronson a little bit. This dude was wearing like a 5X shirt, but he was trying to troll Hammerstone on being on AGH. Hey, listen. Stay in your lane. <laughs> what he need to do. You tripping. Uh, and this dude, like, they like during the... I'm fast forward a little bit too. Um, for the next match after that, it was uh, the the knockouts championship. So, like with Trinity, they started like throwing glow sticks into the crowd so everybody could raise the glow sticks up. And this yeah. dude, legit, the Action Bronson dude is what I'm talking about. Legit, almost fell down the stairs trying to get a glow stick, and he caught himself. But like I seen at the glimpse, like at the at the side view, at my peripheral. I don't know what the fuck happened. I just see this nigga like mid midway falling and catching himself. And I'm just saying, like, man, sit your ass down, bro. Please. Or you hurt yourself in here. But uh yeah, uh Trinity's amazing, no pun intended, reign uh ends as knockouts champion. Jordan Grace claimed her third knockouts championship. Uh I only got two words for this uh for this match, for its ending rather. 13 days. It's two words I got. Just, just look at your calendar. Ain't counting? Yeah. The same. And in the main event, Moose uh, wins his second or third, depending on who you ask, TNA championship. Only the people that watch TNA know what I mean by that. Mm-hmm. If you're not watching TNA, you probably don't know. Uh, I'll count it as three. But it I'm is what it say. is. I know, I know what he's talking about. This because I was just keeping up with the times. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I wasn't watching. Yeah. I was around like the time that. like Kenny was on there and shit. So yeah, but yeah, he uh, defeated Alex Shelley in the main event after the show. Nick Nemeth, y'all know who Nick Nemeth is? My dog. So, tell him who Nick Nemeth is. It's my dog, formerly known as Dolph Ziggler. Stop. Makes his debut in TNA. To close the show, rips off his sh- rips off his shirt to reveal another shirt below it that says TNA Wrestling on the back of it. It says "We're fucking back." That's what uh, mm-hmm. Scott Demore proclaimed to everybody. Uh, it was a good show. It was a fun show. Shout out to Trinity. Nice. I met Trinity after the show. Uh, they they did a meet and greet with a whole bunch of people. Uh, I think like Santino Morello was was had had a meet and greet. Um, Dolph, Dolph, and Dana Brooke had one. Jordan Grace was supposed to, but I guess her, you know, Trinity busted her nose, so she had to cancel her meet and greet. But yeah, it was cool. Uh, it was in the Palms Casino Theater, so Ooh. like the way this is set up, everybody has to leave through the the main theater entrance back into the casino. Yeah. And so like you see all the wrestlers coming off the elevator just leaving. So like Chris Saban came through, uh, AJ Francis, Zia Brookside, D'Lo Brown uh, came through and, and took pictures with folks. I didn't want to stop D'Lo because uh, my man's looked tired. I'm sure he'd been right. there all day long. Oh, you know <laughs> he, he did. He looked so tired. He like, man, I want to get back home and get in my bed, bro. Mm-hmm. I got to come back out here tomorrow. <laughs> I don't know what other shows they got to do. 
So he looked hella tired. So I was, I was gonna let him go. I wasn't gonna be that that other person. I mean, he's he took selfies and shit with everybody. Uh, yeah. But this this the one that had me like geeking out like a little fucking Mark when I seen Bailey and Mercedes Monet getting off the elevator and they walk mm-hmm. right past me. They was walking fast as hell. Let me get the fuck out of here with these motherfuckers. <laughs> they know what time it is. Yeah, they know they know exactly what time it is. <laughs> Yeah, they was in there quick. They had some security with them. He was whisking them through. Mm-hmm. I was like, I know they was gone. You're like, we know it's musty people in here. Let's go. Facts. That's why I like, <laughs> before I left, I hopped in the shower. I told you I bought my ticket like an hour before the show. It was an impulse decision. So right. like, as soon as I did that, hopped in the shower, put deodorant on and cologne. There you go. And so I was glad I wasn't musty when I met Trinity. Because I would have been embarrassed. Right. I was already nervous to meet Trinity. It's Trinity, bro. Yeah. I can't I can't be nervous. <laughs> this is a Nubian black queen we talking about. Facts. I gotta be on my best hygiene. So I was smelling good, you know. There you go. Shout out to Trinity. She was smelling good too. She wrestled 15 minutes and still smelled good. Appreciated go. it. Cause I was more concerned about her being musty. Cause she didn't want to ask. She actually did some athletic activity. Like she was working. Yeah. So shout out to TNA, man. Uh probably not gonna get to the other show this evening, but they need to come out here more often. I appreciate it. Somebody deciding to have a pay-per-view out here. Thanks. If you know, you know. Somebody and, uh, yeah, somebody oh, suit. Somebody who's not AEW, somebody else. And they TNA, they come out here all the time anyway, so. Shout out to them. Uh, prayers down to the Miami Dolphins as well. Just wanted to throw that out there. Damn. <laughs> Y'all know I don't rock with them. Mm-mm. Anyway, shout out to TNA being back. I, I Big TNA fan back in the day, so I had to go to their first show. I had to go to their first show. That's my childhood right there. If they, they had more TNA originals, I would have really went crazy like that's what we needed. That's the only yeah. thing that was missing. Like, I can't have the only TNA originals be the, the Motor City Machine Guns. Right. Hey, hey, bro. What's going on? Cowboys down 27 zip. Bro, stop playing with me. <laughs> it's looking real bad. It's looking bro, real bad. Really don't, these rooms really don't care about my money. Real, real tough. Real tough. It's all bad. Hey man, if it's still, if it's if they still on zip before we end, then I might have something for Dak on this show. <laughs> hey, <laughs> let's let's get through the show a little bit and see where we at come <laughs> halftime. Facts. We might have to do that. It wouldn't be the the only uh, NFL related personnel that we're gonna be talking about on this show. If you know, you know. Oh, we know. <laughs> it's somebody sure. we talk about all the time on here. It is what it is. Uh, oh, let's talk oh, about yeah. yeah you, you know now. You know now. Okay. <laughs> uh, this week in wrestling history, let's get into it. 1991, Ric Flair defeats Sting to win the NWA World Heavyweight Championship. In turn, becomes the first ever WCW champion. Holds that belt for about six, seven months or so. 
and then uh, leaves for the WWF and becomes their champion. Yeah. We'll talk about that maybe like in the next couple of weeks, whenever that was. But oh, uh, yeah. yeah, big facts. 1993, Monday Night Raw made his debut at the Manhattan Center. And that was a that was a good time. Yeah. Yeah, that was yeah. a good time. It's been on air. Tw- uh, 31 years. Yeah. I am just a few months older than Monday Night Raw. Damn. 31 years this month. Crazy. Yeah. Great moments. <laughs> Some of the greatest moments in history in wrestling history happened on that show. It's timeless. Uh, let's fast forward to the year 2000. Bret Hart wrestles his final full-time match in a no contest versus Kevin Nash on Nitro. A 10-minute match, and uh believe he hasn't taken a bump since. Not on TV. Nah, he can't. Not an official, not an official bump. No, no. Can't. He, he legally can't. He has like insurance on his body that he can't do that. So <laughs> that's just that's some smart shit. Yeah. It is. It really is. He got his whole body insured. I don't know about the whole body. It's like this this weird ass fucking insurance where like it's really expensive and only people that's rich really get it. And you can insure any body part. Like any body part. Yeah. Like I'm trying to think of an example of somebody that would that would get some like uh I don't know. I can't think I can't think of shit. It's like like for me, for instance, like if I had a lot of money, I would get my I would get my locks insured. And I can get insurance on my locks. Like that's the type of shit people get insurance on. Like just weird stuff. Like it's crazy. Uh Lloyd's of London, I think is what it's called. Yeah. Crazy shit. I was looking at shit up like a couple years ago. Yeah, it's wild. Uh also in the year 2000, uh, a couple days after this. Mankind is on SmackDown and Triple H is in the ring with a fake Mankind and and the real Mankind comes out there and he admits he isn't in the right condition uh, to face Triple H at the Royal Rumble. In the right mental or physical condition because Triple H beat the shit out this man a couple nights earlier on Monday Night Raw. So he's like, man, I don't know if I I can do it. Uh, I know somebody who can. Takes his tie off, takes his mask off. Takes his shirt off to reveal a Cactus Jack shirt up underneath. And he said, yo, you're going to be facing Cactus Jack at the Rumble. And uh, dude, Triple H was tweet. He was big tweet. He was he was a little scared. Mm-hmm. This nigga scared. I wasn't ready. Yeah. But yeah, this nigga scared. Classic, though. Oh, yeah. I, I was in the middle of watching that before he went on air, too. Before I turned on this, uh, this drumming that the Cowboys is doing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 2006 New Year's Revolution Edge wins his first WWE title first person to cash in money in the bank and the first person to have a a live sex celebration on Raw Raw on Raw it was was wild in 06 yeah they was tripping bro the whole ruthless aggression era was them tripping like and I compared this the other day I was like ruthless aggression WWE is like if the attitude era went to college, but they were still like stuck on shit they was doing in high school. Mm. And then like they yeah. waited till they graduated. No, they waited till they fucking got arrested. 
to just stop all that shit and clean up their image, and now they just much better now. <laughs> they got arrested. Y'all know, y'all y'all know the well, look. the scenario when they got arrested. I don't have to say yeah. that, but yeah, <laughs> but yeah, that's no, what like, that is. It that the perfect example is that um when they brought DX back, but Sean was like, "Yo, listen." I'm a, I'm a born again Christian now. <laughs> like right. we can't be doing the same shit we was doing in you know the early '90s. So like we got to do something like you know clean that shit up. I'm good with all the practical, you know, the practical jokes and stuff, but like all the women and all this like extra shit that we was doing, the crotch Facts. shopping and stuff. Like well, not the crotch shopping, but like all the extra shit. Like we got to tone that down. I remember it was one skit with DX and this dude Sean just like covered his ears up and walked away. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. Like, yo, I changed my life. <laughs> Which the is Triple even H- funnier. It, it's funnier that Triple H was still doing that shit when he had a daughter that was about to be born. I'm about to say, he was just about to have a baby, bro. Like, he was to calm down all too, bro. the way into it. <laughs> he had to pick up oh, the slack. That's man. all he was. Yeah. Uh, last, <laughs> last tidbit I got, man. R.I.P. to Mae Young. Uh, passes away this week in 2014 at the age of 90 for life and uh, mm-hmm. a legend. Shout out to May Young and May Young only. Yes, sir. Uh, I just found out the other day. You remember, was it Bad Blood 2003 when uh, Austin and Bischoff was having the damn stupid yeah. challenge that took up the whole show and it was just uh-huh. annoying as hell? Uh, yeah, stupid. So they had like a pie eating contest. And uh, Eric Bischoff had to eat Mae Young's pie. <laughs> so, like, Mae Young hits Eric Bischoff with a Bronco Buster in the corner. Right. <laughs> I found out the other day she put sardines in her drawers so Eric mm. Bischoff would sell the smell of it even more. I was like, damn, Mae Young was just like all the boys in the back. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All the all the May Young stories I heard say May Young could whoop my ass if she really wanted to. Oh yeah, <laughs> That's really like, all it boils down to. It's it's a lot of OGs that'll tell you like she could rib like any of the guys could. Facts. But she was got a coat. Shout out to her. Yeah. Uh happy birthday this past week. Uh Chris Masters, Bad Luck Fale, Bull Nakano, Ray Mysterio Sr., Bushwhacker Luke, Ruby Soho, Todd Grisham of ESPN. He bald now, ain't he? Todd? Yeah, Todd Grisham bald now, I think. What? It's crazy. We old. Todd Grisham. Oh. He used to have a full head of black ass hair. He either he either bald yeah. or he just really gray to where it looked like he bald. He had like spike, like spike hair and all that shit. Like... It's been like 20 years. Oh, we on. might be old. We are old. We That's established insane. that a couple minutes ago. <laughs> Uh, continuing on, uh, R.I.P. to Silver King, a uh, Mexican legend, would have turned 56 this week. Tamina Snooker, happy birthday to her. Uh, happy birthday as well to Brian Christopher, a.k.a. Grandmaster Sexay, would have turned 52. And uh, my boy Shad Gaspar would have turned 53 as well. R.I.P. to both of those men. Uh, rounding out this uh, rest of this list, Buff Bagwell. What I call him, Buff Bagwell. Buff Bagwell. <laughs> the hell's wrong with me? Abdullah the Butcher, Mason Ryan, Snitsky, 
Katana Chance, Hacksaw Jim Duggan, Ernest the Cat Miller, and your boy Matt Riddle. Had a birthday. This motherfucker, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was, uh, that a, was that a segue? Yeah, it could be. <laughs> Royal Address Rumors. <laughs> <where we're> <laughs> oh, man. Right on time. So the aforementioned Mr. Riddle, uh, he was doing some talking this week. And uh, it, it was very funny. Because first, first thing I heard right off the bat, and uh, this was his words, that uh, the 2022 Royal Rumble, uh, apparently a couple things was going on. Number one, uh, he was told in so many words that he could potentially win the Rumble match. Uh, but then the other thing was that Brock showed up in the back because he did business for them, putting Bobby over, putting the title on him. So now they had to do business for him. And he had to go and win the Rumble match. So basically, he came in and just changed the finish of Matt Riddle's supposed Rumble win on his own terms. So that was totally kept. That means lie. Does he act like we wasn't watching it? Right. I remember exactly how stuff was going down around that time of the year. I remember they had the the pay per view in Atlanta on New Year's Day, and Roman was supposed to face off. who was Roman supposed to face? Brock. Roman yeah. was supposed to face Brock. And Roman got COVID. And so they had to cancel that match, put Brock in the in the fatal four-way for the, the WWE joint. Mm-hmm. That's what happened with that. But it wasn't like they wasn't going to do what they was going to do. So I call Cap on that. It ain't no way that they wasn't like weeks earlier, like we're going to have Brock winning so we can do this unification joint. Act like Brock just showed up in the back right before the rumble went on. It was like, hey, yo, give me this motherfucking match right now. That's not how that shit happened. <laughs> we know it wasn't how it happened. Yeah. And yeah, he might have been but- he might have been penciled in as somebody. I'm talking about Riddle now. Uh he might have been penciled in as somebody that was possibly gonna win the rumble. But yeah. It wasn't like they just settled on one person. They probably had a list of people they thought could win it. He was probably on that list. That's probably not a lot. Yeah. But, like, don't be telling people you was just outright scheduled to win it before Brock came back there. That's Cap. That's what I'm saying. Because and, and this that's the thing, too, because he went on Kurt's show. And, you know, Kurt just, you know, comes straight out. Like, hey, listen, I heard you said so-and-so. I know Brock. So uh, explain <laughs> right. yourself, son. <laughs> so, so now... Now he wanted to backtrack, like, oh, well, I wouldn't necessarily say if it wasn't for Brock, because, you know, he don't make the script and, you know, people in the back can be influential. But uh, he's just saying that, you know, he could told that he was told that he could possibly do it. And there was a finish that was there, blah, blah, blah. And then Brock came in the back and said what he said. And next thing you know, we got a new finish. Listen, man. We, 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 we know... We know how this goes. We we know yeah. for a minute how this was supposed to be going down. Was nobody gonna be having you win the rumble? I'm sorry. It just it just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Uh let, let me let me get in where I fit in real quick. Pause. Uh Kevin Dunn got a replacement, a former ESPN uh producer named Lee Fitting. Fitting Lee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he's fittingly a part of the WWE uh, because he is a new head of uh, media and production. And uh, 
The reason why I say he's fittingly in the WWE, this dude was let go from ESPN because ESPN was uh, named in a scandal recently where they were uh, submitting the uh, the ballots for the Emmys and they will put fake producers on there in order for their talent, their on-air talent to receive statues. Because only like on-air talent, they don't get Emmys. They don't get credited for Emmys. So they don't get no statues or nothing, just like the producers and directors and stuff. So they wanted their on-air talent to get statues and trophies mm-hmm. for the Emmys. So they listed them as producers under fake names. And then when the trophies came in, they would get them re-engraved with the, the new names on them. That's crazy. So a lot of people had to give their they statues back recently. <laughs> So this dude oh, is ready for for the carny world of professional wrestling. That's nasty business. It is. <laughs> I ain't even mad at it. it was, hey, look, they they see this like get his ass on board. Right. You know what to do with this. Hey, listen, that's smart. It is low key. If they didn't get caught, mm-hmm. it would have been cool. I ain't tripping on that. That's kind of cool. That's kind of fire that they was looking right. out for their people like that. Right. Somebody got so give me, give me a trophy. God damn it. <laughs> what you got next? Oh man. Hey, I'm gonna scoot over to new Japan real quick. Yeah. Cause uh, they had a show the other night. Uh, battle at battle of the Valley. And uh, at that show, they announced that uh, in April, they're going to have a show. Uh, Windy city, right. And on that show, it's going to be the debut of Mustafa, Mustafa Ali. Mm. Uh, he's going to be facing Hiromu Takahashi. Mm. And, yeah, yeah. Hey. hey, that's going to go crazy. For sure. Y'all know who Hiromu Takahashi is. He probably the second or third best junior heavyweight in New Japan ever. Yep. He not number one. Tell you that. Ain't nobody else number one. That's that's Jushin by far. Yeah. Far and away. I put him number two, honestly. He cold. He can have that. Uh, also a battle in the valley. We haven't seen Jack Perry since all in. He pulls up to New Japan with a contract in hand with ink on it. Supposedly it's his and rips it up on camera. Uh, AW contract. Nah, nice try. I'm familiar with your work. It just it it, it wasn't gonna hit. Nah, it just wasn't. Now it it's it's plausible because he seems to be a dickhead, but uh, he's in good with the fellas. So yeah, this this, this wasn't fooling nobody. Nice try. You got we'll uh, you got all you got all the marks talking about it. So. Yeah, it, it made it on matters. my desk. I'm about to say, yeah, you made it on my desk. Congratulations. Yeah. Uh, let, let me get in again, man. So we trading off like Styles and Jada. Uh, let's go. go to OVW. Mickey James announced as a new creative director and head of female talent in OVW for the okay. women. So that's that's good for the ladies over there. Like, for sure. Shout out to Al Snow making good moves. You know, she got her start in OVW. One of her early runs were in OVW. I don't know about the start. But, you know, OVW used to be developmental for, for the WWE. And honestly, it yeah. could still be that. But 
You know they. Yeah. Shout out to them. Shout out to uh, shout out to my girl Freya the Slayer over in OVW. Yeah. That was the first person I thought of because she's the only person that I actually know in OVW. Like no, right. no. Uh, <laughs> and uh, so I was thinking like, yo, that's that's good for her. That's good for yeah. her development. So I'm excited sure. about that. Uh, Mickey James is quoted with saying, "I owe a lot of my success to OVW." And the foundation it gave me to become an 11 time women's world champion. Now I get to pay it back and pay it forward in a way. Shout out to her, yes. man. You know, she is no stranger to uh, being a producer for women, notably served as an executive producer for the all women's uh, NWA empowered pay-per-view back in 2021. Yes, and uh, going forward, uh, part of her deal with OVW is also as a uh, the forefront executive producer of an exclusive TV series focused on female empowerment in pro wrestling. Man, yeah, she she definitely paying it forward. Shout out to Hardcore Country, she, you know, finding she her lane, after, doing something else. She's coming after that ghost status. Hey, yep, it. definitely up there. Mickey for Hall of Fame. Oh yeah, I ain't no question. Hall of Fame too. I'm about to yeah. say she's first. She's first, yeah. but uh, but Mickey on the list. Big facts. What's next? Yeah, yeah. From uh, from some good women's news to some not so good women's news. Uh, mm. Core Jade seemed like she just came back and uh, she was wrestling a live event over in uh, Dade City in Florida, and it looks like she hurt pretty bad. Uh, referee threw up the X. She was wrestling uh, Leroy Valkyria, and uh, so she landed pretty hard on her leg, and uh, the way it was looking. It seems it seems like it might be something serious. Not nothing's official yet. It don't have word, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It might not be looking too good for your girl, which is not good because uh, we was uh we was on a good track. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we, we setting were. up for we were setting up for something nice. So uh, hopefully nothing too serious, but uh, I don't know. Still still early yet. Yeah, we are gonna see prayers up. Uh, this is my last thing I got here. I saw this just before we went on. I was like, yo, this. This is another liar we're talking about here. Um, excuse me. Uh, did you know uh, Gerald Briscoe and Bradshaw had a podcast? I did hear about that, yeah. I saw it this months was- ago, never listened to yeah. it, but then I seen a clip uh, from an episode they did recently with uh, Sabu. Shout mm. out to Sabu. Uh, mm-hmm. May or may not be racist, but shout out to him. Uh, this dude... <laughs> Claims that uh, before he became a wrestler, he was shot in the face. He says, uh, I'm going I'm to read the whole quote. It's pretty lengthy, so bear with me. This dude <laughs> says, I was at a party and something came down. These guys got in a fight and out the corner of my eyes, I see this guy with two guns. Boom, 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 boom. Shoots my friend in the stomach, but he didn't get him in the stomach. It looked like he did. Boom, boom, boom. And took off running and was running with a gun behind them. I ran up behind him, picked him up, threw him down. And when I threw him down, I came on top of him, paused, and he pushed the gun against my face and shot me. He got nine months for felonious assault because when he turned his back, I shouldn't have done that. I took the law into my own hands when he turned his back. Not that I deserved to be shot, but the reason I got shot was because of my own fault, they said. Sabu says, I got shot in the face. But as soon as I got out the hospital, I said, I'm going to be a wrestler now. So I started lifting weights. Then I went out to my uncle's about six weeks after that. 
Then I moved out there a few months after, got my shot. I said, I got shot first, and that kind of sparked me to do it now because I kept saying I'll do it tomorrow or next year, and it got too long. I had to do it. So, man, basically says I've been I was wanting to wrestle for the longest amount of time. Then I got oh. shot and decided to finally do it after I got shot. Dude got shot in the face. No, where in the face, Sabu. We seen your face. We know what you look like. You don't got no scars and nothing on your face that would show like you got shot. It just like graze you just on the side or something. I need That's more cool. details about this. Otherwise, I think that you lying. You got to be serious. Like. You got you got to remember, we 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 grew up in the era of fifty. That motherfucker has a permanent dimple from getting shot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you can't you can't say some shit like I got shot in the face and not have no discernible evidence. Like that's just that's just really sad. I never took Sabu to be a cap artist. Yeah. Who do you learn from, Paul? Hmm. That's like a whole university. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I had. What you got next? Man. Uh, well, you know what? I'm going to uh, delve right into this one. You heard about the whole thing about Jericho getting knocked out on a cruise? Yes. One of his, one of his cruises. It was from way back in 2020, but it, it started resurfacing it. recently. Cause uh oh yeah, cause of who's involved. Yeah, <laughs> only because of who's involved, I believe it. Yeah. And it's not the first altercation that it might have been the first altercation they've had, but they've had other altercations since then, which is why mm-hmm. I'm inclined to believe it. Right. Yeah, man. Uh, so about a year, yeah, real MVP. Ago, yeah, about two years ago, back in June, uh, MVP and Jericho had a little run in in Houston at a hotel. Because, uh, you know, a bunch of AEW guys was out there. They got into a little, you know, a little little verbal jousting. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, he's uh, trying to tell MVP he doesn't fight jobbers and all this other stuff. Uh, so, this was some issues that have been going on for a while. Uh, then, then on Twitter, uh, you know, trying to change the narrative up a little bit. And you had people that were jumping in like yo listen uh dude's trying to dude's trying to change the story up you know what i'm saying and mvp is like hey listen he he can be misinformed all he wants to <laughs> that ain't got nothing to do with me um and then he even got blocked on twitter he, he blocked him on twitter and shit like that but uh yeah story goes they had an altercation on one of the jericho cruises and uh uh jericho got knocked the fuck out <laughs> For those who didn't know, uh, MVP is not one that you want to play with. Uh, That man has not only been uh, training in you know jujitsu and shit like that, but he's also he's also been behind the steel. Uh, Mm -hmm. So uh, (laughs) that man is not afraid to play. Yeah, (laughs) he's not afraid to play hands on people. He he been about that life from from the from the jump. He's from Florida. I'm about to say he was Florida man. He grew up in the wrong side of Miami. Like, you yeah. Know. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. He he probably the inspiration for some Rick Ross lyrics, honestly. Hey. We we know we know a lot of a lot of stuff didn't uh didn't come from real life, so <laughs> yeah. He got he gotta take it from somewhere. 
Uh, I talked to my dude last, MVP. Yeah, last couple things I got. Uh, so Kevin Patrick was on a little uh mentorship program, whatever you want to call it, with Michael Cole. Michael Cole's was like, "All right, y'all gonna give me another day of work? I'm gonna just chill on SmackDown, but I'm gonna guide him. I'm gonna you know show him the ropes, and I'm gonna help him along the way." Well, this past week that stopped. They said, all right, Cole, go back to your regular schedule program. And uh, Kevin going to have to hold down the ship with Corey on SmackDown. Well, uh, I don't know if Kevin got too many friends around here. He seemed like a nice guy, but uh, Streets is saying he might be on the hot seat pretty soon because he going to have to step yeah. his game up. Yeah, he, he ain't him. He, he was never him. No. The fact that him and Byron switched jobs was always so odd to me. And it, and. Byron Cole and Byron, he decent in his current role. They just don't fire Kevin Patrick because I don't think he need to get fired. No. I definitely think he need to get demoted, and I've been saying that from the very beginning. Like, why we replaced Byron with him, I don't know. That's but okay. just let Byron do his job again. Byron and Corey was always one of the best, yeah. you know, duos anyway, even, you know, when they had Tom uh, from, from TNA still yeah. as well. Like they was cold, so like just put them back together. Like they, you know, let Byron do play by play. See how you know how he fares with that. But I don't think he's yeah. ever been a lead play by play person. He's always nah. been like the third man. So like let's see how, how he do just as a you know as the lead yeah. guy, and, and he he can't be that bad at it. So I'm saying like Kev is more of an interview guy. You know what I'm saying? He don't need to. Yeah, have... he was comfortable doing that. Like you put you putting too much pressure on him. Is is this is just like when they made Renee Young a commentator on Raw? Mm. Well, like I mean, we that shouldn't what, have happened. Was. She was like, yeah, we, yeah, we know what that was about. But like, even with her, she was much better doing the backstage stuff. Like that's what she's still doing to this day, yeah. or or doing the correspondence. Like Kevin Patrick ain't bad doing the kickoff shows or nothing like that either. So nope. like, let him get back to doing that. He don't need to lose his job or nothing just because he he made had one aspect of the job. That's what I'm saying. Like he don't need to get fired. Don't I'm nobody just, need know. to get fired. I'm just you know there's there's Mike Adamley, there's Adnan Vink. You don't want to hey. add your name to that list. Hold on, what was that second name again? I ain't heard that name. Ad, uh, Adnan what was it Adnan Vink? I'm pretty sure that's what his name was. I heard that name in a minute. He was there for like five months. What was it, Vert? He was that a dude from Vert, U- my bad. He was UFC, ain't he? No, that was Jimmy. Jimmy was nah, cool that was too. Jimmy. Jimmy was Jimmy was nice, but he just left. Yeah. Yeah, the Adnan Vert. He was there for like, what, two weeks? This dude, <laughs> dude yo, we just came in. It was the night nah, after. He was Mania. ass. He was big ass. Yo, he was not it at all. But they just showed him up the he night was, after he Mania. Kiara Hogan. Yeah. Oh, that's cold. He was <laughs> that's cold. <laughs> that nigga was Faye Jackson. Oh no, that's crazy as hell. Damn, I hope Faye don't hear. I got this. you off track. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, no, nah, that was that was that dude was six pack ass. He just showed up the night after Mania. It was like, okay, this is the new this is the new guy from Monday Night Raw. Play right, by play. like who who All is right. this nigga? <laughs> Uh, all right, and uh, let's come quick. Some TV news. Uh, it's Vice... the longest royal address of rumors in history. Facts. Uh, Vice is renewing Dark Side of the Ring for a fifth season. 
Don't have the topic list yet, but it's supposed to premiere in March. And then A&E is coming, bringing back uh, Rivals, Legends, and the Biography series. Nice. So we're going to get a little bit of Triple H versus The Rock, Jake the Snake versus Macho Man, Taker versus Sean, Cena versus Orton, Hardy Boys versus Dudley, oh, the Triple Threat, Harleys, Hardys, Dudleys, and Edge and Christian, and then The Miz and Daniel Bryan. It's going to be fire. Yeah, solid. Shout out to that. The A and E documentaries is fire. Yeah, all of them. I like watching it. They cold. Is that, is that the last rumor? Yeah, yeah, we good now. And hey, we long winded. We Gucci. <laughs> hey, let's let's get it real quick. What we watched this past week before uh, you know we talk about our other uh, formalities. Uh, this past week, you know, is Royal Rumble rewatch season. So, oh yeah, do my annual Rumble rewatch. I'm at the point now where it's just like I don't be paying that much attention to it because I know what's going to happen. I've seen all this is like my fourth year straight that I've watched all the rumbles. So I don't need to pay attention that close to it. Uh, last year, I, I tried to watch every single rumble. And I was just like, man, I can't watch nothing before 92 because like 92 mm-hmm. is when rumble started to matter. Right, the yeah. other shit didn't matter. Y'all wasn't fighting for nothing. Like, what's the point of this? Like, it's just the spectacle. It ain't really that fire. Now we got high stakes to it. First rumble in '92 to have something on the line with the world title, and then mm-hmm. after that, got the trips to Mania. Had the world title on the line in 2016. Uh, I've watched uh, from '92 to 2000. I'm on 2000 right now. So, I actually. Uh... Today I was watching 2010. Oh, itch! And I listen. I can tell you this: Punk Edge came back out it, of shape like crazy. Oh, he did. But I, I forgot that was the year he had Punk the kill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Punk, Punk, uh, MVP, so that Brock could sprint in 2020. Because uh-huh. that yep. that whole that sh- that didn't last long enough. Because I was with that for real. Yeah, I could have. I could have did that a little bit longer than y'all did. Yeah, him and the the straight edge uh, savior society gimmick, uh-huh. that was his best work by far. Cause then I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go watch Elimination Chamber 2010, cause he was in that world title match sure. where Taker got burnt. Yeah, but he was doing oh, it yeah. there too. I'm like, yo, Punk was really cold back in the you know that this period. I, I think we forgot to credit somebody here. Uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin in '97. Mm. He crawl so CM Punk could walk so Brock Lesnar could run. That's true. That's true. We don't want to discredit the the rattlesnake. He said (laughs) (laughs) one of our favorites. Shout out to him. Uh, I got another tidbit on uh, the 92 Rumble that I like to bring up all the time. Terry was a heel. Yes, he was. He got eliminated by Sid and then pulled Sid out the ring because he was mad. <laughs> and we supposed to cheer for him because he Hogan. No, nigga. You, you. And, oh, anyway. Terry was a heel his whole career. Let's just keep it a buck. Honestly. Honestly, my, my dudes over at First Black Champ like five years ago mapped out exactly why Terry was a heel. I'm going to go listen to it soon, too. This to, start to go check out First Black Champ because they coach. Shout out to them. And they older too, so they got they got more perspective on like the '80s and shit because they lived through that. Yep. So they know they know exactly how he was a heel. Yeah, man. Facts are facts. 
Shout out to them. Uh, I also rewatched a whole bunch of Law and Order this past week because you know the new season finally starting this week. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I was just watching like random ass episodes of SVU. What was Logan Paul doing on there, bro? I don't even know. Like season sixteen. What? I forget. I remember what what um going on in that episode, but I know he popped like. Yeah, he 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 was a he was a killer. He was a perp. Yeah, like, I fell asleep watching it, but like he was on there though. Dude needed some some clout at the time because he wasn't like he wasn't out there like he is. That was, now. That was yeah. when he was on Vine though. He didn't need that much clout. They knew who he was. Shout out to Peacock too for finally uploading all the episodes of Organized Crime. So oh, now nice. I can play catch up on that. <laughs> like the first two seasons, I do not know what the hell happened. So I had to make sure third season I watched every week before they fucking took them off again. Yeah. But now I can run them all back. So I, I was doing that too. Mm. So I'll be watching Law and Order and Royal Rumble for the rest of the month, probably, <laughs> until I'm all caught up on everything. Oh, this was the, this was the episode where they was uh the gamers or whatever, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. You couldn't even recognize that motherfucker back then. He looked totally different, man. Shout out to he the looked, steroids. <laughs> he was looking like fresh out of high school in that episode. Oh man. Shout out to the roids, man. Yeah. I think I'm gonna yeah, save he... my peasant of the week. Uh oh. I'm gonna save it for later in the episode, but uh <laughs> you might not have to get that peasant to Dakota because he did throw two interceptions. So you Gucci on that, and he got a touchdown too. So you might be oh. safe. Oh man. It was okay, the CD right. Lamb, though. I don't know what the yardage was on that. That's okay. You might be Gucci, my bro. Protect, protect my protect my bread yeah. out here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's just, that's all I ask. For sure. Uh so let's let's get it to where I want to start at, man. You know what? Just because I had all this planned out in the order of what I wanted to do in the order of operations. I'm I'm going to do the peasant right now. Just cuz. My packing the edge guess what? These peasants you peasants. And because, you know, we spent a lot of time on the royal addressing rumors and I don't want to spend too much time on this peasant of the week simply because this peasant of the week is somebody that's been peasant of the week multiple times before. It is just like, at this point, it's kind of boring, but I'm going to still hand it out. <laughs> but like, I, I wasn't going to give it an official peasant. I was just going to let y'all know who was a peasant this week and <laughs> just move on. <laughs> but it, it's it's not about it's not about like what he did, but it is about what he did at the same time. Like it ain't just the fact that you was doing peasantry. It's the fact that you was doing peasantry <laughs> while offending one of my favorite wrestlers. <laughs> so at this point, you should know by now. <laughs> and I'm a, I'm going full name here. I don't I don't all right, he don't got a he don't got a middle name apparently. So I can't, I, I'll go full name. Though. I'll go full government name. There you go. 
Anthony Khan, aka Tony Khan, aka Snowman, nigga, aka Tony Yayo. Bring that ass here, boy. Bring that ass here, boy. Brother, automatic peasant for just taking un <laughs> unnecessary shots towards the Maharaja. Gender Mahal. Gender slander. Gender slander on my block. Coming from where though? Like, I just don't get it. Like, like this, this no... confused me. This confused me more than the the Kevin Nash hating on LA Night thing. All right, so I, I'm gonna give you some context. So, uh, USA Network, you know, this is the same sh- fucking ordeal that we was talking about a few weeks ago with the Fox intern. Yeah, yeah. Is nobody that's affiliated with WWE, mm-hmm. but. The person running the USA Network page clearly is a wrestling fan. Yeah. And they they run the other shit too, but like they know that's the bread and butter. They know like that's the the most engagement that they get on their channel is from WWE products. So like, yeah, they're gonna be a little bit more in tune with that. So uh somebody says something about some sort of match, and so the, the USA network page was like, What was the rating of the match on cage match? In a reference to to Tony Yayo talking about he utilizes cage match to gauge how he should book his show. <laughs> so this dude just got full offended. Yeah, just <laughs> saw complete red. And I have no more energy to give towards this peasant outside of the fact that you just took a shot at Jinder Mahal. And that ain't cool. I don't know why your advisors ain't forewarn you. Obligatory Jay-Z reference, first of the year. Uh, this man is 41 <laughs> years old, throwing toddler tantrums on Twitter every two weeks. I can't just go into full detail on the peasant of the week that much longer. You you know what you did at this point. Mm-hmm. You still haven't issued a legitimate comment about Chris Jericho. Still that waiting man. on that. That man ducking this yeah. nonstop. And you low-key got Hook fucked up. Cause Hook just chilling. Like, why you have to bring my name into this? And now they over here. <laughs> and now gender had to shit on me on Twitter. I ain't even did nothing. In the words of Nene Leaks, why am I in it? Like, you see how I was, get brought up in this stuff? I ain't even did nothing. That was the 50s. You're like, what do you say fuck me for? Yeah. <laughs> And of course, Eric Bischoff had to get a lick in because Eric Bischoff yes. don't let niggas sleep, and the Packers is on the way to scoring again. Uh, but oh, uh, anyway, of course, Eric <laughs> Bischoff had to get a lick in. Then you got the bald FTR nigga got to respond to Eric Bischoff because like somebody asked him about something. He got to always <laughs> chime in about everything all the fucking time. Oh man, that dude gets me so irritated. Like. The F-bombs just come out whenever this motherfucker is the topic of discussion. Somehow. It is not like, I I don't want to say I hate that nigga, but he's so goddamn annoying, bro. (laughs) Like, anybody ask you about nothing, bro? Like, this did not involve you. We talking about real champions around here. We talking about gender. (laughs) Nobody asked about Dax Harwood. Nobody care. Oh man, you lucky people remember that you Dax Harwood because it took it took years for people to know who was who. 
Mm-hmm. People just called you the bald nigga from FTR for years. <laughs> oh man. I had to go in <laughs> go in on a dude like that. <laughs> I feel like I was a little bit mild compared to last time I went in on bro. Damn. I'll just say I'm gonna have to go in on bro every week. Every time he runs his mouth on Twitter about something that don't involve him, Listen, Packers just scored again. That uh, man, <laughs> that man 34 is 10. He tried to be, but here's the thing. You remember like a couple weeks ago, he was talking about oh, tag team wrestling is a draw, yada, yada, yada. And he tried to throw in a little shot at Vince right there. You know, he's still salty, but it's like tag team wrestling is a draw. He's right. Yeah. How do you know, though? What have you drawn? <laughs> Now I gotta go in now because I just thought about that. <laughs> you think uh, here's the thing: we think Vince McMahon didn't think tag team wrestling was a draw. The very first main event of WrestleMania was a tag team match. It was. It was. <laughs> Bold move too. <laughs> yeah. This man put Macho Man Randy Savage. And Hulk Hogan and the tag team together in the mid-80s. The mega powers. Two biggest draws on the roster. He's like, put him in a tag team, pal. Of course, he think tag team wrestling draws. It just it's it's not as important to him on the on the on the tier list. That's all it is. Yeah. Like when he think when he think he can make some money off of tag team wrestling, he's gonna make some money off of it. At least he did. Yeah. He ain't running shit no more. You know what I mean? It's, it's just levels to it. You know? Yeah, it's just levels to it. That's all it is. The main event of WrestleMania last year was a tag team match. Right. So, yeah, tag team wrestling draws when it has the right people, not when it has fucking Dax Harwood in it. Damn. God. This peasant of the weekend even had nothing to do with him. I, I got to give him peasant off GP alone just because. This is for you too, bro. Yeah. Oh, God. Dax Harwood, bro. Edge, guess what? This is for you, too, bro. Damn. Bring that ass here. Bring that ass here, boy. This is Damn. on YouTube. Good Lord. Oh, that wasn't even. <laughs> he went that from was, that straight... wasn't even planned. This is supposed from... to be about Anthony. That man went from catching the stray to getting full on blasted. Hey, <laughs> might as well finish oh. the job. Shit, no, oh, that's crazy. <laughs> Damn, hey, you said it in the beginning of the, the episode, man. You gotta, you gotta learn to mind your business. It's key. It's one of the hey. keys to healthy life. Exactly, that's hardwood, bro. Stay in your lane. Stay in your lane, dog. Ain't <laughs> like, nobody ask you nothing. You saw Eric oh. Bischoff going at your boss and just like, hold on, turn into Steven from Django. Yeah, that did your that best man. Roxy Reynolds impression, brother. Come on, that man will not tolerate slander of the almost exclusively whites. It he, does not. He really don't. <laughs> this motherfucker get Google alerts sent to his phone. Somebody saying something. Hold on. Yeah, man. get out of here, dog. It's, it's crazy. His, Shout out to Hook, it's man. His, it's in his contract. He got a. He gotta go to it might be in his spot. contract too. Low key. He's been doing that since he got there. Man. Shout out to Hook, man. <laughs> Hook hey. ain't did nothing. Hope, hope he hope he good. I'm about to say he made out. He getting a title shot. Yeah. Which is the whole thing that caused all this ruckus. Hey. 
Can't be mad at it. Like <laughs> I said I wasn't gonna spend that much time giving Tony Peasant of the week, so I'll just divert it to a second person. <laughs> hey, let's well, cause at the end of the day, you know, when 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 you when you the guy that 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 you know runs the show, cuts the check, you know, uh you you become the root cause of all of this shit. Yeah. So so it's it's one giant peasant for you and all the calamity that you cause from here to the discourse. And it's crazy, like dude dude been spiraling for a minute. Oh yeah. It's 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 getting worse by the day. Random pre-show match between Hook and Jungle Boy Jack Perry was like the domino that just like changed wrestling for the next however many years coming up. Because mm-hmm. that's wild. And now we at the point, and I'm about to I'm about to state something that sounds ridiculous, but it's a factual statement. Jinder Mahal is the most talked about wrestler of the year until something changes. He's the biggest wrestling name right now. He got the most social media views of the year. Yeah. That's a fact. Mm-hmm. And now they talked about gender all last week. Now he getting a world title shot this week. Mm-hmm. Shout out to my Maharajans. You know that was trolling. My fellow Maharajans. You know, you Are you know talking about gender tweet? Nah, because it's like, oh, y'all, y'all, uh, y'all mad about it now, but cool. When he in the main event, it was a world title shot. <laughs> and especially oh, when he win the match. Stop playing. <laughs> no, no. He, he could win the match and not win the title. He don't got to win the, the title to win the match. What, the, the Lex Luger? He going to win by count out? He would count out DQ something. It'd be some outside interference. Seth got a lot of ops now. It could he be do. anybody. He do you right. We'll hey. never know. I mean, we'll know tomorrow, but we'll see for sure. So, shout out to me and my fellow Maharajans. And uh, Maharajans is not the only stand group I'm a part of. Because uh, I want to skip over to NXT. Shout out to my Oba Feminists. Yes, sir. We here with it. Yeah, uh, Dragon Lee was in the main event versus Lexus King because... You know, he got his visa issues all situated. And so Lexus King always trying to get an opportunity. He said, hey, yo, fam, we'll, we'll get that contract popping and, and face me in the main event. So we get that. It was all right, match. Lexus King still needs some work, but, you know, he getting there slowly but surely. Might need to speed that up a little bit because we can't keep saying that in in about six months from now. Oh, uh, yeah, I mean, he's slowly improving. Nah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> By the summer, we're going to need to see a little bit more. Uh, but it wasn't that bad. Uh, Dragon Lee wins, and afterwards, Obafemi from uh, the University of Alabama comes in and cashes in his breakout tournament title shot. Uh, the new NXT North American champion. He joins a very long list of black North American champions. Uh, I'm going to name off the list here. Ricochet, Velveteen Dream, Keith Lee, Leon Ruff, Carmelo Hayes two times, uh, Wesley and Trick Williams. Shout out to the North American Championship. Yes, sir. Yeah. And if, uh, a, if you think I forgot to name somebody, I didn't forget is all I'm okay. going to say. 
Okay. <laughs> Had to get that we out was, before you finish we, what we, you were saying. We, 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 I was saying we were staying. <laughs> I didn't oh, forget. Man. I'm uh I'm gonna retract that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, elsewhere on NXT, the family retains the tag titles versus OTM. And uh, OTM, they lost again. So they went in. It was like, yo, we need some help. They go up to Jada Parker. You know, we ain't seen Jada Parker on NXT. She was just yeah. be on level up. But, hey. It feels so good. So, yeah, she can that, be on TV more often. Yeah, I need show. that, uh. That's that bird man rub hands. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm here for uh, that. Shout out to Lola Vice uh, acknowledging the fact that I told her how fine she was on Twitter. It feels so good. Hey. I ain't even I ain't even like tweet directly at her. I just seen her on TV. I was like, hey, Lola Vice going kind of crazy. And then she just like found it and, and shared it. I was like, why well, so many people sharing this right now? Mm-hmm. She shared it. Shout out to her. And uh shout out to the Dusty Classic. Uh Baron Corbin, Braun Breaker. They move on to the next round. We'll face Axiom and Nathan Frazier. And then uh next week we got two, I think it's a quarterfinals. Yeah, two quarterfinal matchups. Chase U versus LWO. And then uh Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams versus Idris, Enofi, and Malik Blade. So shout out to the niggas. Mm-hmm. At least some niggas gonna win. Yeah, Mello and Trick. This dude Carmelo Hayes had to go and beg Trick Williams to be on his team. And Trick was like, "Hey man, I told you, bro, I want to do my own thing." Like, it's like I got, but, I got, I got bigger things coming for me right now. Yeah, <laughs> which is which is crazy to me too, because like I'm gonna segue into SmackDown real quick. Uh, shout out to SmackDown Live from my third hometown, Lincoln, Nebraska. Uh, Carmelo Hayes is not a real nigga because he over here begging Trick to be in the tag team for the Dusty Classic. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Meanwhile, he go to SmackDown every single week. He can't let Trick Williams focus on his career like Trick wants to. Yeah. All but Melo can go to SmackDown every week to focus on his career. How that work? It's real hater shit. It's tragic. Prayers up to, to Carmelo Hayes and Austin Theory, though. Uh, scary, scary bump to end a match. I was I was yeah. very concerned because uh dude Theory looked like he landed right on his neck. Oh no, he definitely did. Like his head was turned. Yeah. All Oof. 200 however much pounds of Carmelo Hayes landing right on his head, too. So mm-hmm. hopefully he walked that shit off and everything looks good. He get back in the ring as soon as possible. Cause it's a, it's big paycheck season coming up, so you don't want to miss that. This is not the stretch you want to be out for. <laughs> Facts, because like that was, was that was the fucked up part. Big E got hurt a couple years ago on the road to WrestleMania. Oh my god, that. ain't had a hey. WrestleMania check since. Hey, he low key on my uh, surprise Rumble entries. Mine Spoiler too. Alert. Yeah, we'll talk about that uh, next week though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shout out to that. Uh, Let's talk about this uh, fatal four-way situation. Facts. Because real quick, hold on, before that, I want to talk about the women. Uh, Bailey, I'm going to need you to know something. Oh, my God. I keep trying to tell you. Child. I keep trying to tell you. It's like. 
Like we, I don't, I don't like to use the term oblivious so so outright all the time. But it's like, you know, I, if it, if it's happening right in front of your face, at what point is you just going to like you've been on the other side of this before? <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know what it is about Mexican wrestlers from California, but they just have zero discernment to when their friends is about to turn on them. I guess so. First Ray, now Bailey. Like I need y'all to do better, bro. It's just it's just rubbing off. Bailey's Mexican, if I didn't know. Uh, be it. Yeah, yeah, she is. But it's do like, better. come on now. <laughs> you supposed to be smarter. Supposed and, to be. And it's like a body language, bro. They always got their face in the scrunched up when you come around. Like they they looking at you like, why are you still here? The Even energy Dakota. change whenever you come around. Dakota just real timid around you. Everybody Dakota else in the you. back. She got to pull you to the side when you talk, talk to you. Like you, you can't talk like to them don't, directly. Yeah, like she don't let you talk in front of the Japanese girls. Like Right. Like that's a sign right there. And then even bigger red flag. They don't even interfere in your match and help you. Nope. And then they tell you straight up, we're not going to help you win the Royal Rumble. Crazy shit. <laughs> but Bailey still think they down. And I get it. Like, it's your group. But, like, saw what happened to Edge. Hey, that was his group, too. <laughs> and they cooked now that, we, man. Now we forget Edge was even a part of that group. Like, mm-hmm. more, on, more on them later. But... Yeah, Bailey, act like you know something. Please. And, uh, let's talk about this Fatal 4 away though, man, because uh, last week uh, they show footage of last week, Paul Heyman breaking the news to Roman Reigns that he got to face three other people. Roman tells Paul Heyman, fix it, hands him his belt, and leaves. So I'll, I'll be back whenever. Uh, mm-hmm. He wasn't, he wasn't going to show up this week on SmackDown. Nope. Uh, I'm going to just let you know. Roman Reigns has not pulled up to Vegas the last three times WWE's been in Las Vegas. This man was not pulling up to Nebraska on a Friday night during a blizzard. So, sorry to my people that was wanting to see Roman. I ain't seen Roman Reigns coming up on three years, bro. Right. So, like, I I ain't gonna see him either. I seen seen the video. uh, Bailey took a, a clip when she was walking in. I'm like, that... That looks like it's a mess out there. So you probably yeah. ain't gonna see a few people that y'all want to see. Yeah, I, uh, I mean, you know, I got everybody that I know. I've seen pictures, and I mean, it's people in Omaha. It was only like forty minutes away from Lincoln, so I seen all the stuff that they was posting. I was like, yo, it looks shitty out there, right? It snowed in Vegas too, so like, you know, it's bad in the Midwest. It's cold. Making business decisions out here. Yeah, real, real business decisions. Uh, but Nick Aldis pulled the Bloodlines card again. <laughs> Yo. So he said, yeah. y'all, I don't give a fuck how y'all feel. Exactly. But since y'all want to feel a certain way, y'all could face the other three competitors in this Fatal 4-Way tonight. Just find a third man. Yeah. So Paul Heyman, he said, I ain't going to be that third man. We're going to find somebody for these niggas. <laughs> Goes up to Carlito. Carlito like, hell no. Goes up to Bobby Lashley, and Lashley just like, only time I face off 
in a ring with the bloodline is when I'm going against Roman for that belt. Until then, don't talk to me. You know, he was in a mood too, anyway. You know, he was dealing with a uh, carrying cross yeah. and niggas. But yeah, he got he got shit going on. Yeah. And then uh pretty deadly. They they came up to Paul Heyman and volunteered. Apparently, pretty deadly don't watch the show all the way because nah. they didn't know who they was gonna face. <laughs> and they didn't know there was only one person that was needed so they were just like all of a sudden they had plans they said yo we got something to do man so uh, rain check I just said it I just said it business decisions (laughs) yeah that was was a true business decision right there they said RKO nope nah I know what he do (laughs) facts so uh they can't find a partner. Jimmy Uso tripping. Solo Sokoa wasn't tripping, though. So Jimmy wasn't tripping since Solo wasn't tripping. He said, let's go do this. They went and lay Randy Orton out during the entrances. Now we all tied up. Or so we thought. Right. Randy Orton shows up mid-match. His team gets the win. Uh, they hit a shield powerbomb through the table on Solo. And a contract signing is next week. Yeah. Listen, I get, I got fatigued from contract signings as it is when it's one on one. Like four people in a contract signing is not goddamn necessary. Y'all could do that backstage, backstage. or something. <laughs> like, that's just too damn much. I'm sorry, y'all y'all OD. But uh, yeah. I ain't gonna go in too much detail on this. I'm gonna just say this as a note and move on. This story, this bloodline story, is going to end. Should at WrestleMania. But it's going to end with Solo turning on Roman. Oh, yeah, he has to. Because it just makes sense. It it makes sense. Like, this week and just previous weeks, like, Jimmy Uso has been, like, the weak link, right? Mm -hmm. Like, this dude was just like, man, I'm worried, dude. And then Solo, like, man, fuck all that. It's business. Man up. Yeah. But, like, Roman knows that Jimmy's a weak link, like. This dude was over here trolling him a few weeks back, talking about, oh, yeah, Solo's my 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 successor and all this shit. Like, he more loyal towards Solo than, than anybody else right now. He didn't show no loyalty to Jay Uso. Wasn't showing loyalty to Jay Uso from the jump mm-hmm. four years ago. You know what I'm saying? So you know what's coming. You know what's coming. Uh, yeah. And then Solo already told Roman what it was. Last year, I believe it was when when the Usos was trying to get him to to you know turn on Roman or whatever it was, and and Solo was just like, "I love you, Us, but these are my brothers." Right. He already told you what it was. He was, "I'm gonna roll okay. with my brothers regardless." All right, we got beef right now, and I might you know retro that award I gave to their daddy if it comes out that I'm right Man. here, but. When push comes to shove, who you think he gonna side with? He already told you who he gonna side with. Right, look, look, there, there's got to be one brother in here that 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 chooses that got blood some balls, bloodline. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So we are gonna see how that turn out, but let's uh let's go to Monday Night Raw, man. Uh, start off Monday Night Raw. Drew McIntyre came out there speaking facts. Oh yeah, came this, out there speaking facts. Segment was cooking. Yeah, they was going crazy. Uh, but you know, Kevin Owens told y'all the rules. Say, say somebody's name, they automatically show up. 
This yep. man said CM Punk name. CM Punk heard his name. It was like, oh, he got something to say. Shit, let me go out there. You can say it to my face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> CM Punk awesome. come out there. They get into it. War of words. Amazing segment. Great promo. I loved it. It was fire. Yeah. Uh, I was just like, ooh, we about to get active. Fast. We ain't getting active just yet. But the Rumble in about two weeks. So I think they both should wrestle set that mania at this point. I wouldn't be mad, honestly. I wouldn't be mad at all. Like, you could even have both of them win the Rumble on some Bret Hart, Lex Luger shit. That's Yeah, I'll take it. Or if, if one of them. Like, you we can still have all three like in a triple threat at Mania. About to say, we ain't done a triple threat in a minute. You know, we on that. Couple years, that, yeah. Yeah, that, uh, that Mania that ends with a zero. So, you know. <laughs> You might as well keep the trend Ooh. going. Yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're right. I need that in my life. We can do that. Uh, next up in the main event, we had Cody versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Cody Rose in a street fight and a real hate. Real hate in their heart. Man. Some real hate. Yeah. What else is new, man? It's another day. Yeah, I love it. It wasn't that violent, but it was some hate, though. Yeah, As it should well, be. Talked about my daddy, nigga. Come on. Yeah. We, right. we got we to gotta do what we got to do to keep the man hot. You know what I'm saying? This, this year-long stretch has been work. You know what I'm it saying? Has. <laughs> to, to, we to, almost to there, the, though. We almost there. Yeah, to keep the energy where they need it to be for this to go off the right way. It's like, hey. He can't win the Rumble, though. No, no, he's not going to. He'll he can't be win like, the second year. That's boring. He'll be like, I got him in Final Four. Yeah, but, he, and, Final Four yeah. makes sense because like you gotta you gotta play it up that he might win it because you know yeah. we expecting all oh, the story finishing the story, but right. then he falls short, and now he got to do that that Shawn Michaels desperation type shit. Mm-hmm. So I can I can guarantee, and this. I see this as the easy way of getting him over on SmackDown. It's the same way that you got redacted over on Raw after he won the Rumble. Yeah. Like, you do that, and now he, you know, pull some strings. Obviously, he got some clout to make roster decisions around here, getting Jay Uso say. traded. <laughs> they still never explain how the hell that happened. So, like, yeah. clearly he got some some personnel control. He can probably trade himself over there. The SmackDown. Yeah. He got a... You know, he he liked this with Nick Aldis. Remember, he was talking to Nick Aldis or somebody. He was in somebody's office on SmackDown a while mm. back. Not that long ago. Yeah. So. You do like, uh, who was it? Kurt did this when 06. Yeah, 06. When, Batista, yep. when Batista had to give up the title and they had a battle royal. Last entrant. That, the, the same week he, he was, was on, on Raw. Raw. Yeah. He he had just came out the chamber right. <laughs> like that the Sunday before. So it's like, all right, cool. He he had a little loophole, right? Went over, won the world title. And now that he won the world title, he on SmackDown. Like, yeah. That happens. Or I can see it doing like this. So you have the elimination chamber, the winner faces Roman. So you got, you know, Orton, LA Knight, AJ, mm-hmm. Kevin Owens, or whoever else you want to put in there. And then you have another person. They end up you know, running an injury angle. 
and then like, oh, we need a we need a replacement last minute. Yeah. Cody, that's when he come in here. There you go. It writes itself. Yeah, man. He don't need to win the rumble. I'm gonna be so, mad if you win the rumble. Yeah, now nah, that 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 this it doesn't make sense to to nah. not a rehash. Game. Nah. Chamber uh, though, that's smart. Yeah, the chamber is perfect. No matter how you do it. And uh this is probably my segment of the year in January. Uh, we got a documentary of our truth. Oh my god, how he became a member of the Judgment Day. <laughs> and uh I, I wasn't able to verify this, but apparently he has surpassed. I'm talking about our truth has surpassed CM Punk in uh merchandise sales because they got the new Judgment Day R Truth t-shirts. I low-key want one. I might have to cop. This, this, uh, this week, yeah. So shout out to him. So now he, hey, Rumble coming up. Oh man! <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't do it to him. If Cody ain't gonna win it, don't do I'm it to him. <laughs> <laughs> nah, uh, we do gotta truth, do something. Something like yeah. it don't gotta be nothing crazy. It could be a couple weeks. It could be one night. I don't care. <laughs> I just need to say that. You former world champ already as is. So, like, shit, what's the point? Right. What's the point of not doing it? Take uh, care of it. Yeah, facts. Uh, in this documentary, though, R-Truth talked about how he was cold, uh, born on a cold January morning. Happy early birthday to R-Truth. It's uh, coming up this week. Uh, he said he looked his doctor in his eyes right when he was born. And told him he would be in the judgment day. He talked about how how he's he's you know the judgment day doing big things, how they won the money in the bank, how they won the, the women's championship, you know, they got a pay-per-view named after them, all that. <laughs> Bunch of AI Photoshop. It was funny as hell. Dude. He said, shout out the Dom and Nick Mysterio. I ain't Dom never met Nick. <laughs> you my brother. Yeah. Wrestling fans, like hashtag you niggas was ruining the joke because y'all thought he said Tom because you know R Truth got a lisp. Yeah. He said Dom. He Tom and Nick Mysterio don't even make sense. Right. Like, come on now. Dom is Dom and Nick Mysterio make so much sense because it's, it's the context. It's funny. Y'all context clues. <sighs> They don't know what that means. Nah, clearly. <laughs> no offense. No offense. Shout out to R Truth, man. He, I'm gonna have to add him to the throne a second time. Had to get part two. Yeah, see the goat. He one of the goats. And then uh, we had a Ivar versus Otis. Yo, how that went? Big me, you know. man, slapping me. Went crazy. Always. And uh, my last thing about Monday Night Raw, and then this is actually all I got, so we can wrap it up here after this. Uh, Seth Rollins comes out there, you know, he's doing all his Seth Rollins stuff, and oh, uh, yeah, we're gonna talk about gender again because uh, <laughs> gender came out there, you know, was talking his shit. Seth Rollins claims to be a fighting champion, but he was running from the grind at first, like, gender was like, face me, family. And Seth wasn't about to give him the title shot because he's over there hating for whatever reason. 
is a gender had to put them paws on him. Now we get the title match. I know we all expect gender to lose, but let's switch it up. He don't got to win the belt. Man. I wouldn't mind if he did. But he don't got to. But what 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 ops are coming out to to cause an issue? I mean, we got Judgment Day off rip. You know, Drew's still mad. You might ooh. Uh-huh. Hold on, TC. I just thought of something. <laughs> I see I see a situation where where three and B get back together in the main event. Man, what? <laughs> not what? not together. Not like not like as a unit, but I I see I see a situation where Drew is pissed off, so he come out there and interfere, and they'd be like, "Oh, he gonna help out his three MB brother, Jinder Mahal." And so they they get it to or whatever, so they jump in Seth, and that's how the the match ends. No contest, DQ, whatever. They beating Seth. CM Punk come out there and clear house, and then we see CM Punk then fake save Seth Rollins from a beatdown, and they facing face to face. CM Punk might even pick up Seth's belt. That's how I'd book it. That's how I see it going there. I'm, uh, I'm doing some research. My man's checking his parlay, ain't he? No, 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 no. That's about to get cooked. I'm doing some, some research. I, I don't think cooked. he just signed to anybody right now. Who? I was looking I was looking at what Heath is doing. I don't think he signed with oh, anybody I right even, now. I wouldn't even think about Heath. Heath irrelevant to this story. He don't matter. Hey, I mean, listen, if if you're going to do it, you got to do it all the way. You know what I'm saying? Not right now. Like, we, we, can, we can still have gender. We know that gender and Drew got history. They, they can mention that history. They don't got to go in depth. Hey, they got to they, they they run that SummerSlam match back because that was some – that was a bad judgment decision <laughs> All in all phases. After where they put it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They put that yeah, right after bad. Bianca lost. So yeah. like I was I I left. That was not smart business. <laughs> I left. I went to the bathroom before the bathroom got filled up. Cause I know when gender came out there, the bathroom was gonna get full. So mm-hmm. I, I went into the bathroom. I didn't even use the bathroom. I went in there to change my shirt. I had a Bianca Belair like- shirt on. I was sad. <laughs> It it was Bianca and Sasha didn't get to see either of them do anything, and that that was just that just wasn't smart because like you knew people was gonna be mad, so like right, why would you set yourself up for failure like that? I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We need another SummerSlam back here, man. Yeah, man. Just a ple in general, you know. Something shit like a a ple that got the stars on it. Like we need a PLE with Roman on it again. Like last PLE you ain't had no Roman, no Cody. Like, tough scared to pull up. What's going on around here? I mean, Cody was hurt, but yeah, you know Roman don't always pull up. Yeah, he didn't pull up for that. We did yeah, have the other Usos though. Wasn't no solo there yet. Yeah, we still had a couple months. Yeah, shit was tough out here, man. It was tough. 
Shout out to the road to WrestleMania. We're gonna do these rumble predictions next week, man. Yeah. I can't wait. It's my favorite show. I talk all the time. Rumble my favorite pay-per-view. So yeah, man, I'm gonna run them rewatches back. It'd be, be getting better. It'd be getting better every year now. Yeah. I'm gonna need some more surprises this year though. Oh yeah. Like I'm yeah, gonna I need, got, especially I got a, on the women's side. I got a list. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm gonna make my list too. I know I got a I got a mini list for the women. I don't have any lists yet for the men. But yeah, I know you you mentioned Biggie. Spoiler alert. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can always see Brock coming back. It's about that time for him to come through. Again. I'm about to say, yeah. So, I ain't gonna say the rest of what I got. Y'all gonna have to tune in next week to find that out. <laughs> <laughs> It's uh, uh that's cool. I I go by my initials and uh, I'm gonna just say somebody else goes by their initials who's on my list. Start it up. Uh, okay. Plug your socials, Reek. Oh, <laughs> uh, y'all can find me at Reek Every Twenty Four on Instagram and on Twitter. Also, go check out the Havoc Guy Watch Talk Sports and Entertainment on all streaming platforms where you find Young Kings Wrestling, Spotify, X Anchor, Google Podcasts, and video versions are up on YouTube. New content is out now. And I am the thespian, T.C. Fontaine, a.k.a. T.C.F. Baby. Please say the baby. Follow me at T.C.Fontaine. Follow my photography, F.O.Y.Flix. Uh, the Cowboys are losing 41 to 16 right now. Uh, Dak Prescott doesn't have another touchdown yet. But you got to score another touchdown and give my dude Reek some money. Please, man. We need that. We need that. Help and uh, follow Young Kings Wrestling everywhere at YK Wrestling or the YKWrestling.com. I'm glad I thought about that because YKWrestling.com will probably cease to exist in a couple days if I don't renew the domain. <laughs> so, oh, man. We're going to take care of that. <laughs> I got a new card, so it, it's not even going to do auto pay. So let's take care of that before we get shut down. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to do that. Don't you hate that somebody just domain shut down? Right. You can't see their website no more. I they hate take, that. They take, it to that. that. they take it to that blue screen and they give you suggestions of other right. websites that you might be trying to go to. Like, hold on. I don't want to look uh, like that. That's ghetto. Right. <laughs> Super ghetto. Uh, Trey Songs, man. Tell us what we got to do. Said I'll be back to hold you down. But we got to go right now. I already told you, Rumble predictions next week. And then the Royal Rumble, that's my favorite show. So, yeah. I love it. Hey, Young Kings Wrestling Podcast. We'll be back next week with another one. We out of here. Go. Go.